कुंज बिहारी गोपीजन बल्लभ गिरिवरदारोपीजन बल्लभ जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन जमुना तीरा जमुना तीरावनचारी जय राधा माधवा जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज जय ओं विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्रजकचार्य अष्टोत्तर शतुशी श्रीमद अभय चरणारबिंदु भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद की जय अनंतकोटि वैष्णववृंद की जय नामचार्य शिल हरिदास ठाकुर की जय प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर शिवाशदि गौर भक्तवृंद की जय श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपीनाथ श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गिरि गोवर्धन की जय श्री वृंदावन धाम की जय श्री मथुरा धाम की जय श्री जगन्नाथपुरी धाम की जय श्री मायापुर नवद्वीप धाम की जय गंगा माई की जय जमुना माई की जय भक्ति देवी की जय तुलसी महारानी की जय हरिनाम संकीर्तन की जाय समवेत भक्तवृंद की जाय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बहु ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री गुरु एंड श्री गौरांगो ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्रील प्रभुपान नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्णपृष्ठा भूतले 
श्रीमती भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नितिनामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिने निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चत्यादिश्रुतादिने शील प्रपाद की जाए ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायणं नमस्कृत्या नारायणं नमस्कृत्या देविं सरस्वतीं व्यासं ततो जयमुदीरये नष्टप्रायेषु अभद्रेषु नित्तं भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तीर भवती नैष्टिकी Srimad Bhagavatam, 5th Canto, Chapter 25. We are starting a new chapter today. So, I'll, this chapter is entitled as The Glories of Lord Ananta. I'll just read the summary of this chapter and then I'll go to the first verse of this chapter. In this chapter, Sukadev Goswami describes Ananta, the source of Lord Shiva. Lord Ananta, whose body is completely spiritual, resides at the root of the planet Patala. He always lived, he always lives in the core of Lord Shiva's heart and he helps him destroy the universe. Ananta instructs Lord Shiva how to destroy the cosmos and thus he is sometimes called Tamasi or one who is in the mode of darkness. He is the original deity of material consciousness and because he attracts all living entities he is sometimes known as Shankarshan. The entire material world is situated on the hoods of Lord Shankarshan. From his forehead, he transmits to Lord Shiva the power to destroy this material world. Because Lord Shankarshan is an expansion of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, many devotees offer him prayers. And in the planetary system of Patala, all the Suras, Asuras, Gandharvas, Vidyadharas and learned sages offer him their respectful obeisances. The Lord talks with them in a sweet voice. His bodily construction is completely spiritual and very, very beautiful. Anyone who hears about him from a proper spiritual master 
becomes free from all material conceptions of life. The entire material energy is working according to the plans of Anantadeva. Therefore, we should regard him as the root cause of the material creation. There is no end to his strength and no one can fully describe him even with countless mouths. Therefore, he is called Ananta, unlimited. Being very merciful towards all living entities, he has exhibited his spiritual body. Sukadev Goswami describes the glories of Anantadev to Maharaj Parikshit in this way. So, text 1. Also, this verse, this is in a prose form, so I'll read it through. Shri Shuka Ubacha Tasya Muladeshe Trinshad Jojana Shahasrantara Aste Yaboi Kala Bhagavat Stamoshi Shamakhata Nananta Iti Sattatiya Drishta Drishayo Shankarshana Mahamitta Bhimana Mana Lakshanam Jang Shankarshana Mitta Chakshate Shankarshanam Itta Chakshate Translation by His Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada Sri Sukadev Goswami said to Maharaj Parikshit My dear King Approximately 240,000 miles beneath the planet Patala lives another incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is the expansion of Lord Vishnu known as Lord Ananta or Lord Shankarshan. He is always in the transcendental position but because he is worshipped by Lord Shiva, the deity of Tamaguna or darkness, he is sometimes called Tamasi. Lord, <coughs> Lord Ananta is the predominating deity of the material mode of ignorance as well as the false ego of all conditioned souls. When a conditioned living being thinks, quote, I am the enjoyer in this world is meant to be enjoyed by me, unquote, this conception of life is dictated to him by Shankarshan. Thus, the mundane conditioned soul thinks himself the Supreme Lord. How many are outside? You can come in, make some space. There is some space inside. Just make some room for others to come in. <laughs> the Matajis can, there is some space there. Come inside. Okay, please repeat after me. Om 
श्री सुखदेव गोस्वामी सईद टू महाराज परीक्षित माय डियर किंग अप्रोक्सीमेटली टू हंड्रेड माइल्स बिनोट बेनिथ द प्लैनेट Patala lives another incarnation of the supreme personality of Godhead. He is the expansion of Lord Vishnu, known as Lord Ananta or Lord Shankarshan. He is always in the transcendental position. But because he is worshipped by Lord Shiva. the deity of tamaguna or darkness he is sometimes called tamasi lord ananta is the predominating deity of the material mode of ignorance as well as the dominating deity i'm sorry i'm sorry as well as the false ego of all conditioned souls when a conditioned living being thinks i am the enjoyer and this world is meant to be enjoyed by me this conception of life is dictated to him by shankarshan thus the mode of does the mundane conditioned soul thinks himself the supreme lord purport by shil propan there is a class of men akin to mayavadi philosophers who misinterpret the aham brahmasmi or so aham vedic mantras to mean i am the supreme brahman and i am identical with the lord this kind of false conception in which one thinks himself to be the supreme enjoyer is a kind of illusion it is described elsewhere in shrimad bhagavatam 558 janasmohayam ahang mamayati as explained in the above verse lord shankarshan is the predominating deity of this false conception krishna confirms this in bhagavad gita 1515 sarvasya chaham ridi sannivishto mattasmritir gyanam apohanam cha i am seated in everyone's heart and from me come remembrance knowledge and forgetfulness the lord is situated in everyone's heart as shankarshan and when a demon thinks himself one with the supreme lord the lord keeps him in the darkness although such a demoniac living entity is only an insignificant part of the supreme lord he forgets his true position and thinks he is the supreme lord because this forgetfulness is created by shankarshan he sometimes he is sometimes called tamasi 
The name Tamasi does not indicate that he has a material body. He is always transcendental, but because he is the super soul of Lord Shiva, who must perform Tamasi activities, Sankarshan is sometimes called Tamasi. <coughs> Hare Krishna Oma Jnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtang Sthapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamaiham Dadati Swapadantikam Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivashadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare <coughs> So after describing the seven lower planetary systems starting from Atala and ending in Patala. Atal, Bital, Sutal, Mahatal, Talatal, Mahatal, Rasatal, Patal. So these are the seven lower planetary systems that have been described in the 24th chapter of the 5th Canto. Now in the 25th chapter, we are getting the description of what is below that. There are innumerable universes. The innumerable universes floating in the causal ocean. But we can see that each universe is actually held on the head of Ananta Shesha. This is how inconceivable the potency of the Lord is. It has been described that an universe is resting on the hood of Anantashesha like a mustard seed. <laughs> to us the universe may appear to be so large, so big, but compared to the Lord, Lord's potency uh, is like a small insignificant mustard seed. And <clears throat> so we can consider that like how is that? Like we may think that we are so big, our capacity is so vast. But if we consider like an ant, uh, an ant also thinks that he is so important. That is the condition of the living entities in the material nature. Mm. Due to one very uh, unique factor called false ego. Mm. False ego. Ahankar. And as a result of this Ahankar, everyone in this material nature thinks himself to be very, very important. 
not only very important everyone in the material considers himself to be the center of everything uh, and that is caused by false ego now consider an ant is thinking he is so important but compared to the human beings what is an ant so insignificant so we have to also consider that just as an ant is in, is insignificant compared to some other creatures we are also so insignificant and then ultimately considering to the supreme personality of godhead what is our situation but this factor uh, false ego is making us think that we are so important everyone is thinking i am so important and false ego making one feel uh, that he is the object of supreme worship and when one doesn't get the worship he gets upset and he complains i am so important why aren't you giving me the importance why aren't you seeing me as the most important personality and it has been pointed out here that that is due to uh shankarshan's influence now uh, he is the deity of ahankar shankarshan is the deity of ahankar and ahankar is the uh, root of ignorance and it is that ahankar or the mode of ignorance hmm, that becomes the cause of destruction hmm. as long as we remain in our false concept of life we become susceptible to be destroyed so uh, there are three modes in this material nature mode of goodness mode of passion and mode of ignorance so as we mentioned that due to the mode of ignorance we become destroyed we lose ourselves and the effect of that losing is in falling asleep when we fall asleep do we remember who we are sometimes we dream Uh, but the dream is also uh, is in the subtle body because the subtle body is active we are dreaming gross body is inactive uh, sleep subtle body is still active dream when the subtle body also is not active that is deep sleep so the point is the due to mode of ignorance we enter into forgetfulness and that is kind of destruction losing our identity losing our the awareness of our 
existence. Then there is mode of passion. Due to the mode of passion, we become active. All our actions are performed in the mode of passion. So people in this material nature act in the mode of passion and then in the evening or at night they fall asleep or enter into mode of ignorance. Then in the, in the morning they wake up and they are again in the mode of passion. Active uh, in this material nature in the mode of passion. Then again they fall asleep in mode of ignorance. And the passion also uh, has the influence of mode of ignorance in the sense of thinking that I am the doer, I am the controller, I am the enjoyer. So in this material nature people, in gen people generally uh, remain in these two modes. Passion to ignorance, ignorance to passion. It cycles. But the way to get out of this cycle of mode of passion and ignorance is the mode of goodness. When one becomes situated in the mode of goodness, then he begins to realize his actual identity. And he gives up his false ego. Uh, gives up the influence of the mode of ignorance. Which makes him think that he is the enjoyer, he is the proprietor, he is the controller. So, by giving up this attitude, he develops the true true humbleness. He recognizes his real identity, that he is so insignificant. And then if he is fortunate and comes across a devotee of the Lord, then he gets to know the real knowledge. Then he receives the real knowledge. And that real knowledge takes him out of this mode of goodness even. Uh, takes him out of the material nature and takes him to the spiritual reality. And the spiritual reality is the real goodness. Uh, Suddha Sattva. The material nature has sattva, but it is not suddha sattva. Material goodness, the goodness in the material nature is mishra sattva. Mixed. It's mixed. Uh, there is no pure goodness in the material nature. In the material nature, the goodness also is mixed with passion and ignorance. To some extent. Therefore, the only way that we can become completely free from the influence of passion and ignorance is by being situated in devotional service. 
that devotional service otherwise in the material nature the goodness leads to jnana or knowledge that knowledge at the most can take him to the point of liberation mukti but mukti also is not uh, the actual situation of a living entity it is not mukti doesn't take him to his real identity what is the real identity of a living entity the real identity of a living entity is jivar swarup hoy so eternal living entity is an eternal servant of krishna and it is only by being engaged in serving the lord one acquires his actual identity of being a servant of the lord that is our real identity and when one becomes situated in his real identity then he really transcends then he literally transcends the material nature and become situated in the spiritual goodness shuddha sattva sattang vishuddham vasudeva sangitam that is also called vasudev vasudev is the father of krishna and vasudev also is vishuddha sattva pure goodness and in the pure goodness the supreme personality of godhead appears so shrimad <clears throat> bhagavatam is systematically giving us all these informations in the material nature living entities naturally develop certain tendencies and the tendency is uh, due to his false ego due to his conditioning where he thinks that he is the enjoyer it has also been pointed out that how it is natural uh, the simple consideration about that is the living entities the jivas are coming from lords uh, superior energy and this material nature is lords inferior energy so although this material nature is lords energy bohiranga shakti daivi hesha gunamayi mama maya duratya this mama maya is daivi is divine mama maya mai maya mai energy so although this material nature is krishna's energy but it is external whereas the living entities are coming from bhinna prakritir ashtadha and then aparayamitastannang prakritiṃ viddhi me param there is a superior energy of mind prakritiṃ viddhi me param and jiva bhutang mahabaho 
the living entities are coming jiva bhutam are coming from that superior energy of the lord jajeedang dharjate jagat sustaining this material nature so the living entity is coming from the superior nature and material nature is lord's external energy or inferior nature apara apara means inferior and para means superior so living entities are coming from superior energy material nature is inferior energy mm. so when a superior comes across an inferior what happens does he say i am your humble servant <laughs> when a superior individual comes across an inferior or sub uh, subservient then he naturally tries to control or exploit exploit prakriti sthana karshati karshati exploiting the living entities tend to exploit this material nature because it's inferior so it is therefore uh, it has been described that it's natural that a living entity will develop this attitude of trying to control this material nature because it's inferior but that is not his actual position a living entity is not a controller living entity is controlled living entity is not the lord and master living entity is the servant so when forgetting that he is the servant a living entity tries to become the master or the lord then that is is false identity mistaken identity wrong identity and that is called ahankar and proper translated that as false ego false ego mistaken identity so when a living entity is situated in his mistaken identity uh, he tries to control this material nature and the result is when one is situated in his mistaken identity then can he be uh, satisfied uh, can he be happy uh, no that's why the living entity is in constant uh, distress he is trying to enjoy by controlling this material nature but he becomes he ends up becoming uh, unhappy becoming dissatisfied becoming distressed so how to transcend that situation by taking shelter of a devotee of the lord devotee of the lord because the living in the devotee of the lord knows the supreme personality of godhead vaishnav who is a vaishnav who knows the lord tatvatah in truth in reality he is a devotee and he provides the informations about the lord and coming in contact with him the living entity 
then conditioned soul then gets to realize that he is actually the servant of the Lord, not the controller. And then he naturally develops an attitude of becoming humble. So that is why the identity of a devotee is humbleness. Trinadopi sunichena. Just as, as long as one is con- conditioned by the material nature, he naturally develops a tendency to lord over. Similarly, when one becomes aware of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he naturally becomes humble. Naturally. Uh, why naturally? Just as I said, when a superior comes in contact with inferior, he naturally wants to exploit. Now consider, when an inferior comes across a superior, then what happens? He naturally becomes subservient to him, surrendered to him. So that is why it is there is no need for artificially pretending or acting in a certain way. There is no need to be artificial, just it's a natural process. Just become aware of the greatness of Krishna. Uh, And we may not be able to see the greatness of Krishna, but we we get to see the greatness of those who are representing Krishna. And by seeing how great they are, we naturally uh, become subservient to them. We may not be able to become surrendered to Krishna, but we can become surrendered to Krishna's devotees, those who are displaying Krishna's qualities as Krishna's representatives. And then this respect will automatically develop. Just a matter of becoming aware of their greatness. So, <clears throat> the point is that a devotee is naturally humble because he knows Krishna, because he has seen, because he is aware of greatness of Krishna from the scriptures and from the descriptions of, uh, of him from his devotees. And then you get to see the greatness of his devotees. Like in that way, we all have been very fortunate to see the greatness of one devotee at least. Uh, Who is that devotee? Srila Prabhupada. When it comes to appreciating the greatness of a devotee, then we can see that here is a personality who is so great. And we begin to, uh, like, begin to appreciate him, but therefore it is important that we properly get to know him. Like who has ever gone alone to a foreign country, also country like America, which is extremely atheistic, which is extremely materialistic, which is extremely expensive, which is uh, extremely impersonal, uh, 
nobody there cares for anybody so prabhupad goes to a country like that uh, at the age of 70 he went to america when he was 70 years old and he went there without a single penny prabhupada did not have a single penny with him will you ever dare to go to some place uh, without any money huh? would you like to even go to bombay without any money uh, and that also at a very old age like 70 years old even at a young age you don't dare to go to a place without any money but shri prabhupad goes there people say well prabhupad went there prabhupad had 6 dollars with him what prabhupad had didn't have in single penny actually what prabhupad had is 40 rupees and that 40 rupees had no value in america is just a scrap paper uh, because nobody would take that 40 rupees no bank will take 40 rupees and give prabhupad equal amount of dollar indian currency doesn't have any value Uh, even today <laughs> like no bank will take it the hawala people may take it <laughs> but no bank takes it uh, rupees so just consider 51 years back shila prabhupad went to america uh, in that condition no money at all did prabhupad make any prior arrangement for some like he wrote a letter to somebody uh, and that person also was living in a remote place quite a small little town called butler in pennsylvania even nowadays people don't go there <laughs> i never been there uh, although to us butler is an important place there's so many such small small places in america uh, So Shri Prabhupada goes there in that condition, and then what did he do? We can go through that uh, through Lilamrita and other such books, uh, but then we see that in ten years' time, what did Prabhupada do? Uh, Prabhupada uh, goes to Paris. and their people became envious that proper ride is riding in such a big car until uh, you are a saintly person you are a spiritual person why are you riding in this big cars proper a big car <laughs> this is not suitable for me they should have got a golden car <laughs> they should have got a car made of gold for me uh, because they are worshiping the spiritual master mm. so we can see from that position where he goes to america with nothing he goes to a country like france paris one of the richest cities and people are so uh, there pe- french people are famous for their luxurious lifestyle and they those people became envious of shilapropa 
and once Prabhupada told me, I am, I am the richest man. <laughs> because uh, I have 10,000 people constantly serving me. <laughs> Who has 10,000 followers? Uh, which company has 10,000 employees uh, serving? And that also they don't serve properly. Only 9 to 5 during the office hours. <laughs> But these <laughs> devotees are serving Srila Prabhupada 24 hours a day, uh, 7 days a week, uh, 365 days a year. And they are doing it happily. And Prabhupada, so many times Prabhupada mentioned hmm, that I am not paying them anything, rather they are paying me. <laughs> so. <laughs> So this is, uh, these are the things that indicate Srila Prabhupada's greatness. And yet Srila Prabhupada is so humble. So humble. So concerned about everyone. And when somebody gave the credit for, to Prabhupada for what he achieved, Prabhupada's response is, no, 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 I didn't do anything. My Guru Maharaj has done everything. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has done everything. And they have given me the credit. I haven't done anything. They have done everything. They simply gave me the credit. So that is, that is a Vaishnava. Completely surrendered to the Lord and His spiritual master. And hmm, acting simply as an instrument in their hands. And with his spiritual master also, Prabhupada had only three occasions. Three times only he met his spiritual master. Not that he had a very long association with him. But what happened? In those three meetings, or due to coming in contact with him, he accepted him in his heart as his life and soul. When some of some devotees, meaning Prabhupada's, uh, not Iskon devotees, some of Prabhupada's god brothers, complain, Oh, uh, he drove past his Guru Maharaja's Samadhi and didn't even stop there to show his respect. When Prabhupada got to know that, when somebody told Prabhupada, Prabhupada's response was, Do they think that I am ever separated from my spiritual master even for a moment? My spiritual master is always with me. Meaning, his spiritual master was always in his heart and he was never ever separated from him. So that is the real attachment. So in this way, when we see, when we just get to know about Srila Prabhupada, we get to see what a great personality he was. And <clears throat> we naturally become surrendered to him. So, we are very fortunate that somehow or other, we have come across Srila Prabhupada's teachings, and as a result of that, 
we have become aware of the supreme personality of godhead i mean if we consider none of us had any understanding about the supreme personality of godhead if at all we had something it was all misconceptions not real understanding but coming in contact with shri prabhupada and his teachings we have got to know the identity of the supreme personality of godhead who is krishna and what is our relationship with him and we started to act on that relationship that is becoming a servant of krishna trying to serve him with all sincerity and as a result of that we can see that at least our heart has become free from the duality of this material nature the anxiety of being in constant fear we have found a shelter upon whom we can have complete confidence that he will take care of us at all respect in all respects and the result is total freedom from anxiety bigata kuntha iti vaikuntha this is a vaikuntha situation no more anxiety the more we depend upon krishna the more our heart becomes free from anxiety and fear whereas in the material nature everyone is living in constant fear those who are <coughs> acting on the platform of material conditioning being influenced by mode of ignorance and passion there in constant fear whereas devotees are free from anxiety just like a child when he is holding on to his father's hand can he possibly have any anxiety so what to speak of when we hold on to the hands of our supreme father the supreme personality of godhead naturally we become free from all anxiety thank you very much all glories to shri prabhupad gaur premanande hari hari does anybody have any question yes thank you so much for this one sometimes we see devotees have more attachment for shri prabhupad than the spiritual master there is other times we see devotees have more attachment for the brilliant spiritual master than shri prabhupad so like both these conditions okay or like yeah the question is sometimes we see that some devotees are more attached to shri prabhupad and sometimes we see that some devotees are more attached to the spiritual master so how should we look at it actually when you get the right understanding then you develop the attachment to both like it is not a one or other it we can extend it also to krishna sometimes we devote see devotees are more attached to prabhupad than krishna or sometimes some are more attached to prabhupad i mean more attached to krishna than shri prabhupad 
So the right understanding is that we can't separate. We are attached to Śrīla Prabhupāda because of Krishna. Similarly, we are attached to Krishna because of Śrīla Prabhupāda. So it's not either or. But in that respect, I can tell you one thing. Once I told Śrīla Prabhupāda, Prabhupāda, I don't know Krishna, but I know you. So all the love and respect that I feel, I feel it for you. Prabhupada said, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Because when we become attached to Srila Prabhupada, who do we get attached to? Who does Prabhupada take us to? So by being attached to Srila Prabhupada, we become attached to Krishna. Similarly, when we become attached to Srila Prabhupada's representative, through him we get, if he is properly situated, then through him we get Srila Prabhupada. And when we, so, and what does a bona fide spiritual master say? Does he say that you worship me and not Srila Prabhupada? Rather he says that I am taking whatever worship is there on behalf of Srila Prabhupada and offering it to Srila Prabhupada. That is the meaning of being a transparent via medium. It is not one and not the other. Those who say, well, only Prabhupada should be worshipped and nobody else, they are in total mistake. Prabhupada himself said, his representative should be worshipped. And anyway, this material nature is the world of envy. Therefore, we can't tolerate that anybody is being worshipped. Those who are non-devotees, they were envious that we are worshipping Srila Prabhupada in this way. As I mentioned in France. Not only in France, it happened in America also. Now, why they are offering obeisances to you? They don't understand why they are offering obeisances to him. So our business is to become a transparent via medium. It shouldn't stop. The gurus are receiving worship, but they are not thinking that it is for them. Transparent via medium means through them it's going to the next object of worship. Main point is everybody should become properly situated. There are individuals, those who say so-called gurus, worship me and they never give Krishna. They are demons. The identity of a demon is that he accepts what is meant for Krishna for himself. So those who are not offering Krishna is not properly situated. Similarly, those who are not offer giving Prabhupada, they are also not properly situated. Guru 
तो मैं भगवान से प्रार्थना करती हूँ कि राधा मदन से कि ये तीनों बच्चे आपके और इनका भविष्य आपको देखना बच्चों के बारे में चिंता बहुत रहती बाहर का जो माहौल देखकर खास तौर पर लड़कियों के लिए मैं मैं तो देख रही प्रार्थना तो मैं अच्छे से कर रही भगवान को खुद ही मुझे चिंता बहुत रहती लड़कियों के बारे में सही मार्ग पर ले हमेशा मैं तुम्हारे बच्चे को पूछू वट विल बी योर रिस्पॉन्स विल यू गिव कॉज एंगजाइटी टू योर मदर श्योर सो वो तो वचन दे रही है और तुम्हारा जो चिंता जो है वो भी सही है क्योंकि आजकल का वातावरण बहुत खराब है सो और ये अच्छा है कि जल्दी जल्दी शादी दे दो तो जिम्मेदारी तुम्हारा नहीं रहेगा ओके राइट ओके गुड गर्ल थैंक यू हरे कृष्ण How can you visualize Lord Krishna? There two you can see in various ways. One way of seeing is with the eyes. That is the way we generally see. Another way of seeing is through ears. Right? You hear, and when you hear, do you see? And another way of seeing is by reading the scriptures. So by although we may not see. with our eyes but we can see by hearing we can see by reading the scriptures which is also non different from hearing but hearing from proper source mm. so that's why hearing is so important because although we may not see with our eyes but this is one sense one faculty that can enable us to see Right. कल शाम को आप क्लास में थे ना हाँ मैं क्या बताया था नो आई एम जस्ट रिपीटिंग दैट दैट वॉट डज अ डिवोटेड डू बिकॉज वी आर we naturally see the senses naturally go towards the object of the senses i think that was your question yeah the senses are naturally going towards the objects of the senses and that is leading to one after another dhayate vishayan pungsha sangasti supajayate sangat sangjayate kama kamat krodha bhijayate krodhat bhavati sanmoha sanmoha smriti vibhrama smriti bhrangshat buddhinasha बुद्धिनाशात प्रणश्यति जस्ट धायते विषयान पुंक्षा प्रणश्यति राइट 
so how can we avoid that because senses will run towards the object of the senses yogis try to stop the senses from going to the object of the senses but that's a very very difficult process uh, even the yogis see the har- hardly anyone becomes successful in doing that but what does devotee do senses are running towards the object of the senses and what is immediately thinking how can i use it in krishna's service right and he then uses his intelligence what can be used in krishna's service what cannot be used in krishna's service he uh, makes the discrimination that's the business of intelligence to discriminate this can be used in krishna's service in this way and this cannot be engaged in krishna's service at all so he accepts whatever is possible to be engaged in krishna service and this is how although his senses are running towards the objects of the senses but that, that is not leading to material entanglement which leads to destruction but it is taking him to the spiritual reality okay so uh, i'll stop now it seems